cutting edge guests, awesome uncensored, jaw-dropping information, plus funny memes, good deeds, and loads of laughter. Kinda have it all. Ladies and gentlemen, if your soul's awake, then welcome, because you're in the right place. Ladies and gentlemen, you divine lions and lionesses, welcome back to the Sovereign Soul Show. You know our creed is we stand for love, levity, and liberty. Because after all, love is the greatest power in the universe. And our mascot is the Bling Buddha. He fires red pills from his nine mil. But if you're brand new to the show, notice that he has a Save the Children Punisher tattoo over his left breast. Put the earmuffs on the kids. In fact, move them out of the room because this is going to come to you fast and straight today. You have in front of us this fine gentleman who has not only served his country of America, but is serving a mission to eradicate human trafficking in the United States and worldwide and supports causes that help veterans, active duty military and the fam families is none other than Aaron Spradlin. And this man, this man of men is the president and CEO of Pale Horse Global Risk and Security, private security consulting form. Well, he started that after 24 years of experience obtained during his military career and his work in the private sector. Aaron, right here, this man is a former U.S. Army paratrooper, served with the 82nd Division in Fort Bragg, North Carolina, and the 20th Special Forces Unit in Decatur, Alabama, Roll Tide. During his military career, he also served with the 16th Cavalry in Fort Knox, Kentucky, where he trained lieutenants coming out of West Point Military Academy. Incredible. When I shared Aaron's profile, a personal aside, with Colonel Sellers, former deputy commander of Delta Force, about Aaron and the 20 Special Forces unit that he served with, Colonel Sellers said they're top-notch, even though when he left and Aaron was in, they didn't get a chance to personally meet and work together. So prior to founding Pale Horse GRS, Aaron worked as a private contractor for the U.S. State Department in Kabul, Afghanistan, where he served as a team leader on the mobile response team assigned to the U.S. Embassy. He also served as a team leader working in international extradition while attached to the U.S. Department of Homeland Security. He's provided executive protection and personal security for an extensive list of clientele. Here's what it all boils down to. In February of 2016, Aaron was given a directive from the highest power to save God's children because God's children are not for sale, as it is written. He began devoting his resources and his team to fighting child sex trafficking throughout South and Central America. After discovering that child trafficking was not just an international problem, but one that is occurring in every major city and small town in the Estados Unidos, Etats Unidos en Francais, the United States. Aaron decided his mission would be to prioritize the fight against child trafficking in the United States. So in 2021, he co-founded the Mission America Foundation, a 501c3 dedicated to empowering military veterans to utilize their specialized skills to help eradicate child trafficking at home. At home. So for the military veterans, you amazing men and women who are looking to direct your assets somewhere Perhaps go look at Mission America Foundation, which Aaron is leading. So he has made his lifelong mission to rescue child, child trafficking victims and see to it that their perpetrators are brought to justice. Justice here in the 3D and then before the courts of heaven after it. I'm absolutely honored to have Aaron on the program as many amazing men such as Aaron Abrasis from the former James Bond in real life, a real James Bond in real life, who is here, who is all about this mission as well. Michael Jaco, as well as Colonel Sellers multiple times, Major Jim O'Connor from West Point, now a bishop who exercises demons and performs 16 of them. And he is a former U.S. Army Airborne Major and Infantry Company Commander too. And now we have Aaron on the program. Aaron joins us from Nashville, Tennessee. And again, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to send it to you straight because as A.J. Roberts and I have shared, they've uncovered that 80% of the households in the United Kingdom are directly and indirectly involved in propagating, supporting, or doing child sex trafficking. And guess what? This is an Australia problem, a 
Canada problem, a United Kingdom problem, America problem, it's worldwide, but he's bringing it right to the fight because this is the home of child sex trafficking from a financial standpoint. Over to you, Aaron. And God bless you and everybody in your team and your family for what you do. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm honored to be here. And unfortunately, have to talk about this thing that we talk about. And, you know, um, every single time that I have to get into a, a, a podcast or a, an interview or a speech, I say the same thing. I wish I did not have to talk about this. And, you know, we are, we are living now in a place where this is growing greater than any plague we've ever had, any um, pandemic we've ever had. Um, this is a way for poor people to make money and they're doing it and they're doing it on the souls of children and they're they're not only doing it and like you said my my background was south and central america bohemia um uh, i was in i was in ukraine i was in moldova i was in romania it's in our backyard right here in america it's people you know that's the sad part. It's people that you know um, in the most rural places in America. This is happening. Uh, in East Tennessee, where I live, the, the meth heads are selling their grandchildren for meth money. For rent. It is everywhere. I'm sorry. It's everywhere. And, and we don't talk about it. Our heads are in the sand. We don't want to say that this is happening here, right? And it is. And so I'm very grateful for you to give me this platform to chat and talk a little bit about, you know, statistics and the locations and, and whatever we need to talk about. And, but it has to be something that's put on the forefront of our minds here in the freest nation in the land for the meantime. I mean, the land of the free and the home of the slave is what we became because we have plenty of them here. And, and I, I appreciate you and, of course, our friend Clayton bringing us together and have the chance to talk about it on your platform to your audience. And maybe, just maybe, they'll share it with their friends. And, yeah. And, and 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 if they share it with their friends and their friends share it with their friends and maybe we can just get ahead of it a little bit because there's 30 million people in America there's 3 million people doing it. Okay. 30 so, million people 300 300 million to make people in America and 30, 30 million 30 wow. million Americans maybe 33 million Americans there's 3 million that are a part of this, right? That gives us 27 million people to stomp this out. So we should do that. And and I, I'm very grateful that you, that you let me be on here and talk about um, this scourge that we have in the United yeah. States right now. No, you're so welcome. And you have an open invite. You know, Lee Dundas and I have done several shows. And, you know, she, I said she's like the modern day version of Joan of Arc. And, you know, a guy also said that up on stage too and look because she is literally out there where she has said on our very first show we did a year ago she said i was fighting child sex trafficking on the thai malay border where over 300 ieds were going off a year in this little gang-run town where you would have western businessmen including dentists from chicago who would choose their children online come over to thai malay as well as these very right-wing terrorist extremist groups who would provide the children, tie them to the bed and do you-know-what. And we're going to get right into the you-know-what because people need to hear about this. You can't shy away from it because there's this thing where the analogy, or excuse me, the acronym WOKE stands for Willingly Overlooking Known Evil. This is a show like we've had with Lee, like we've had with several before, 
This is a show to bring this right to the heart of the home, because if it's not you, it's very likely going to be one of your children. And if not one of your children, somebody that they know or their children, if we allow it to continue, will very likely statistically be proven. And I speak to you as a kid from the age of four till eight, who babysitter, babysitter's boyfriend had all that stuff happen to him. This guy right here, everybody knows my audience from the the time of my life in the 20 years to, to get over the depression and all the suicidal tendencies because I just didn't know what to deal with it. So again, I speak to you as one of those guys who looks at you and going, I wish there were more of an Aaron or a Lee Dundas around so I didn't have to go through that as a kid. Okay, so here we are today, ladies and gentlemen, the statistics and what you can do about it. We just shared, if you're listening to the podcast, not watching the broadcast, the link is below the description. So go directly to missionamericafoundation.com, get involved, donate, help, find out what you can do in your local community. Let's continue forward, my friend. So we're oh, wait, I forgot to wrap up Lee. I'm so sorry, I was busy making a point and I came off on a tangent. So when Lee Dundas shared, she shared, she said that it's more prevalent and worse in America than it is in the time of lay border. Oh, absolutely. So here's a woman that everybody knows of with a book of Just Stand Up, which is all about just stand up, not not just say something, do something, it's do something, keep doing it until it's done. That's what being a warrior is. That's what being a leader and an A player is. Absolutely, 100%. So, you know, that see something and say something is very important, right? But I'll come back to that, but I'm going to go back to the root, okay? Um, I am, and I say this now, and I have spoke on this um, in public, which was a very hard transition for me, but I also am a victim. I was a victim. God... God has an interesting way he does things, and and I have learned that over the last eight years. I was built to do this because I found empathy. I found empathy with the victims because I myself had been a victim. And when, when you – it's crazy. Um, one of my rescues, I had to go get her three times. She wanted to go back to the heroin and she didn't care how she got there. She had to go back to the heroin because she didn't want to be sick anymore. She wanted the heroin. And I was standing in her bedroom at her upper middle class home at her father's house in the sixth wealthiest county in America. And she's telling me she has to go back. And my trauma from my day was the reason she didn't go back. And I'm very happy to say that we're in our fourth year of her raising her daughter and being an, uh, being an advocate against trafficking and phenomenal, but I could not have been able to do that if I would not have been through the hell that I went through, right? Like you just said about your past, we, I had my darkness. I was built to do this and I didn't know that until 2016. I had no idea. I didn't even know what trafficking was. It was a movie. It was it was Liam Neeson and Taken. Right. Yep. And I mean, I spent my life, you read my bio, which tells a little bit about my past, but I've always been a protector one way or the other, whether it was the flag or executive protection or whatever, State Department, Homeland. And I had no idea. I had no clue what trafficking was. And God decided he wanted to show me what I'm supposed to do. And he did. And, and listen, I'm not going to beat a Bible on your audience, but God told me exactly what I'm supposed to do. And unlike most people, I listened. Yeah. And he was very clear from day one, six months later, six months later, I was undercover in Peru doing a rescue operation with an organization and it was the most fulfilling thing I'd ever done in my life. And I knew that that's what I was supposed to do. And in that, this is how we're going to caveat into this, right? So I worked 
South America, Central America, uh, the Bahamas, Moldova, Ukraine, um, Romania. I'm sitting in the Dominican Republic one day, and I'm looking at the global statistics. And I'm looking at America. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Why in the hell am I in the Dominican Republic when I don't have to leave Nashville? The numbers, you know, we were talking about Western men, right? Anytime I went undercover, I never had to look for the bad guy. They came to me. They came to me because I portrayed myself as a very wealthy white man in a third world country. And they came to me and they asked me what I wanted. They just, you want boys, you want girls, you want cocaine, you want weed, what do you want? I got everything you want. A concierge giving me everything I want because that's what they're used to. Now, here's the problem. Those same wealthy white men live here. That means they're doing it here too. Right? They don't need to take a freaking Delta to Dominican when they can, you know, go to Houston or Nashville or wherever. And they're going to continue to do it because we, over the last probably 18 years, this phone that I'm talking to you on right now, the tablet, it has created an avenue to anything and everything you could possibly look for. I can have, I, I, I can Google a chimpanzee riding an element, elephant and I could probably get it, right? Now take that to the nefarious world of porn. So they go into porn and, it, it, and, it's, and I'm explaining to you so I can explain to your audience. It's a reprogramming of the brain. You start with normal porn. You move into group porn. You move into barely legal. Once you move into barely legal, which is 18 plus, right? Within 17 seconds, you get hit with an ad with child porn. So now they start watching child porn. They think they're protected by their VPN and anything they're doing. And nobody can see what they're doing. And now they're watching this. Whether that's kid on kid or that's brutalization of a child, they're watching it. And the dopamine can only go so far on the film if they have to step out and find out what it is to do that themselves. And that's why you're seeing a massive increase in this day and age of child trafficking. Because, I mean, literally, I can dial a phone number right now in this state that I live in, Tennessee, I can dial a phone number and order up a 12-year-old. Like I'm ordering a pizza. And it'll be delivered to me at a hotel of their choice that they're in control of. I pay $150 to brutalize a child for an hour. And that's in every city, that's in every county, in this country, and nobody wants to talk about it. They want to make their movies. They want to collect their bounty and move on to the next thing they're going to do. Nobody wants to talk about what's happening in this country. We are the worst of the worst. It's us that goes to Costa Rica. It's us that go to the Dominican Republic. It's us that go to Romania and Moldova and the Middle East, Dubai. I went into a brothel in Dubai one time, and the top floor was full of Ukrainians and Americans, and none of them chose to be there. They were stolen, and they will live their life until they die doing that. And there were probably 30 people in the room. That's 30 lives we could not save. 30 lives we could not help, because you're never going to get them out of Dubai. Sex is running the world right now. Now, this takes me back to what I told you before we started. The world, according to Aaron, from 1980 
to 2000, what did we have? The war on drugs, right? You remember Ronnie and Nancy sitting in the Oval Office talking about say no to drugs, say no to drugs, while we're bringing tons of cocaine America. into America, America under the CIA. Yeah. From 20 or from 2000 to 2020, what did we have? We had the war on terrorism, right? British SAS. I was in Afghanistan. Opium fields, British SAS. I never burnt a single poppy field, and we have a massive opioid epidemic in America. Now we found something that's even more lucrative children. If I take a six year old and I make her my product and I sell her every day for $150 a pop 10 times a day, which happens. I can run her until she's no longer valuable. And then what can I do? If she's still functional, I'll make me a new product. Because I'll get her pregnant and I'll make a new one. ROI is stupid. It's the best thing you could possibly do if you're running this kind of an industry is cattle to these people. Yeah. I breed a cow, I make me another cow, I breed a cow, I make me another cow, I eat the cow, I sell the cow, I milk the cow, I do the that's how they see it. Yeah. And that's where we are in this country, and nobody wants to talk about it in this country. And that's the problem. This is why this is important that you and I are sitting here talking about this to your audience or any audience that will listen. We're being okay. overrun by evil. Evil beyond anything in the Bible. Nothing you've ever seen. Sodom, Gomorrah, piss on that. Sodom, Gomorrah is nothing to what we're doing now. They are brutalizing children every two minutes in this country. There's a child rape against their will. Every two minutes in the land of the free. Not Costa Rica, not Dominican. deserves a bullet in the back of the head and probably three for good measure. Every, every fucking one of them. Every fucking one. And anyone who sells it and propagates it deserves a bullet in the fucking head. And yeah, I I said, this this show is about to drop half right after this. <laughs> guess what? You know, there's there are certain diseases which are incurable, and you can't bring somebody back from that. Bishop Jim O'Connor has said the same thing too. So here's a man who graduated West Point, U.S. Army Airborne Major, Infantry Company Commander. Combat decorated, gets out, MBA, adjunct professor, then just becomes a priest in the pre-Constantine Orthodox Church, all before the Roman Catholic, the original church that Christ created, and then becomes a bishop and starts exercising demons. And it's all about being a warrior. And as I've said, everybody, the, the word soul stands for sound of unlimited love. And the first three words of any scripture is, and God spoke and so God spoke that vibration of love into an existence. Remember, light, dark, right? And they go to that deepest side of dark and that great omnipresence of divinity, which runs in all of us, God, source, universe, I'm Reiki master. So when I went through that Roman Catholic church and you already know a little of my experience and now thank you for being so brave and courageous and sharing yours because that's how I see this is This is a big part of why I do this show. No ads, nothing. And by the way, you mentioned Clayton. Here's an organization, Root Brands, Clayton and Christina, Dr. Christina Rom, Clayton Thomas, who got us together. We're about this too. So talk about an enterprising business, which is also donating proceeds and getting messages out like this. What if every business could do this? Cockroaches don't like the light shine on them. If we need to make anybody famous on the show too, because it's so pervasive, you just... You just go for it as well, Aaron. But at the end of the day, you know, what? how is it that you guys go in and rescue? Like what, when people get into involved with your organization, you say you can help at home and here's how. What are some of the things people could expect and how reaching out to you and your amazing team 
could help them in their community and perhaps be modeled in other countries like Canada as well, maybe the UK, et cetera. Well, here, here's, here's the biggest things. And, and so we have a lot of children that go missing in America, right? Around the world, we have children that go missing. Half a million if a year. You, yeah. If you could come to us, we will come do everything in our power to find your children for free. Right? Um, I'm a big, big anti-private investigation organization that charges you to save your child. I want to go get your child before your child becomes victim to this. Right? So if you have somebody that is missing that you know of, please come to us. I've got some of the greatest operators that have ever walked the planet that are willing to go and do this um, out of the goodness of their heart. Now, I pay them. I don't hide that, but I don't do it through your money. I do it through our money. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Hence why it's important to donate. So and you know, it takes operation, takes gas money. We're not living in, you know, uh, complete abundance, XRP, gold standard, all that stuff's not happened yet. People don't have the billions or whatever promised them. And there's still kids being taken. And, and, and I'm a little rare because I'm, I'm probably one of the only founders of a foundation that doesn't take a paycheck. Wow. I just, I have other companies. My, my businesses give me sustainability in life, but I, I don't take a paycheck from my foundation. Our money goes to our men and our women that help us fight our intel gathering, our geofencing, our our fusion center. Everything that we do is based on um, the operation. It's not about personal gain. I don't want nor need personal gain. <clears throat> I'll live in a cardboard box before I take a dime from Mission America. And, and it's because... <laughs> nobody else is doing it and I wish we could get them on board I really do I, I really wish that we could get collaborative efforts out there from the federal to the state level to make these things happen now we're very lucky here um, in legislation where we have changed some laws we're changing more laws every day I'm also the chairman of the Faith and Freedom Coalition in the state of Tennessee and we, we are changing policy that punishes, that gives law enforcement resources, money, things they need, um, statute limitations we're about to change on um, kids that are victims to molestation. We've got a lot coming up in January in our next session, but it's, it's, it needs more hands than ours. Does that make sense? I need uh, help. Everybody. And I don't need help. I don't need help from the monetary side. I need help from people that want to fight this. Okay. Passionately fight this. Not just talk about it. Everybody I speak to, everybody I speak to, like, what can I do? What can I do? And then I start giving them a list of things they can do. And nobody comes and says, oh, I want to get in the mud. Nobody wants to get in the mud because they may get in the mud and it may wobble their foundation. I got a Fortune 500 guy I'm after right now. His employees knows he know that he goes to South America and has sex with children, but the paycheck's too good. They won't turn on him. That's a Fortune 500. This is a big deal in Tennessee, this guy. And nope. Nope, we're not going to turn because I need that quarter million dollars a year that I'm making. If I turn, I'll lose it. But they're doing it. The pastors, listen, the biggest bust in the state of Tennessee happened a decade ago, um, less than a decade ago. In May of 2016, 32 men were arrested, and the head of the trafficking organization was the youth pastor of the church. Where you send your children to learn about Jesus, that guy was selling your kids for sex. It's everywhere. 
and nobody wants to talk about it. Because if we talk about it, we're conspiracy theorists. We're Epstein, Pizzagate. We're, 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 we're picking it now. Next thing you know, we're in trouble. It, that, that's what will happen if you start talking about it. I've seen it. Oh, well, you must be one of them. No, I'm not one of them. I'm, I'm, I'm witnessing this. I'm seeing this happen. And not just in Tennessee, Florida, Texas, California, um, Washington State, Ohio, Michigan, because they're also coming over the northern border, and nobody wants to talk about that. It's a freight train of money for the bad guys. And yeah, probably 80% of it's held by the cartel. They run it all. The Jalisco cartel out of Mexico runs everything in the United States right now as far as trafficking, whether it be labor trafficking, human trafficking, whatever. They run it all. They have their hand in everything. They may even have stock at IBM. I have no idea. They're moving, they're moving avocados, they're moving children, they're moving fentanyl, they're moving everything. And they're telling the low-lying gangs like the Crips and the Bloods. I say these because people know them. The Crips and the Bloods, the Gangster Disciples, the MS-13, the Latin Kings, they're running all of them. And they're collecting the money in McAllen, Texas by the billions. And nobody's doing anything about it. So having the opportunity to say and chat about it is just, you know, we'll hit your audience. But it's your audience's responsibility to share it. Exactly. So once again, you just heard from your The people who don't want this what do we need to do? We need to make sure it's out there. We need to share it. And the guy upstairs who I work for has the final say in everything and is looking at all of us going, what are you doing? Right? And as yeah. Mr. O'Connor has said, the fence is owned by the devil. And if you're sitting on the fence to literally coin what Bishop O'Connor said, there's spiky points and the devil's just going to pull you down on top of it. Mm -hmm. And then you have your soul. Whether you've been in combat, you know the situations. I've had stuff that's happened where if anybody's not religious, they get God real quick anyway. Everybody yeah. in a situation <laughs> where they pray. It's, it's a default mechanism because it's coded in our subconscious because it's in our DNA. Arabic, or Aramic, excuse me. Hebrew and Sanskrit, God's signature. We're just a part of God. And then if you mess with God, especially God's children, you're done for. Your your ticket's up. It's just a, a matter of when it'll get punched. So I'm going to also call on all of the amazing folks I do shows with, and I'll be sending this out there to them as well, Aaron, to make sure that they get you on as soon as possible. Because once again, all this starts getting out there and it starts getting shared, more things start happening. Like with Pastor Pavlovsky as just a prime example where they wanted to throw him in jail. You had hundreds of thousands of people that you could not not ignore. As Lieutenant Colonel Ricardo Bosi said, if, if 10 of us stand up, they don't have a problem. If 100 of us or 10,000 of us, they don't. But if a million, well, then they have a problem because it's hard to sweep that under the carpet. And if we do it for one day, at least we got for one day, but we see each other. If we continue to press at it, stand up, speak out, do things, get active, be kinetic in your own way, and Aaron's got the ways to do this, there you go. And we have so many amazing warrior grannies that are watching this right now, Aaron, that even there's that cognitive dissonance with their younger children that might be in their 30s and 40s with their kids. Those warrior grannies want to protect those kids. We've seen more warrior grannies on the Sovereign Soul Show in a year and a half stand up and I can count men that I'm aware of beyond guests that stood up. It's incredible. Oh no, if you if you inspire a warrior granny, a prayer I'm warrior guess. granny, I'm a bear. they will dominate their monsters. I have, so one of my former teammates, his mother is 86 and she is a prayer warrior. 
And when she drops it into the chat, holy cow, you watch mountains move. I'm serious. I have seen him for on my behalf take and send a text to his mother and lift the world into where we needed it to be because she's got 10 women that are doing that with her. It's amazing. Good for you, ma'am. If you're watching this, right on. And you know, tomorrow night, at the time this show drops, I'll be on with uh, the live with Captain Kyle, Patriots, amazing. And Major Freddie and Lieutenant Colonel Carabosi again, which I think we've done total collective a dozen to 14 shows since January of this year. In Australia one, he goes, the prime, and he just, his video yesterday, all we're about is saving the kids. And nobody in Australia wants to talk about it. And he got the Freedom Fighter Award of the world for 2022 because he stood up and speaking out. And they've been coming after him, try to murder him. Right now, it's just oh, yeah. happened to all of us. When I was on the truth tour last year, they poisoned us, right? I'm sitting there. We don't even have time to call 911 in the back of the RV. I had to get through it. So they just don't like this. Well, guess what? There will be less of them and there's more of us. And that's all, all it comes to. So, yeah, I'll be mentioning this and your name with Captain Kyle. And then it'd be great if we get, you know, eventually a collaborative effort and we start showcasing what's going on in all the countries like AJ, myself, you, Steve Forsyth, Ricardo, others. Maybe we get Pastor Pavlowski on here and some other amazing freedom fighters for Save the Children like Lee Dundas, you know, and uh, and Michael. Maybe you do a show with Michael. It'd be amazing. So we'll see what we can ha make happen it also has to happen with all of you watching and listening, watching the broadcast, listening this, not just a comment, not just a like, go there, donate if you can. We know things are tough, even though Aaron just said it, we need more people to be kinetic, but at the very least you're doing something, right? We all have that chip that we know that great omnipresence and divinity is keeping a scorecard. Don't do it because a chit is being kept on. You do it because you know it's right and share this with them. especially there are good police there are good sheriffs there are good first responders there are good military veterans who are out now going what do i do now i'm seeing the world burn burn down around me here's a vehicle well and to that point here this is probably one of the most crazy conundrums of my life um working in the realms that i've worked in in my government life right I know it's burning. It's burning and it's about to go nuclear and I don't even want to think about where it's going, right? However, I cannot be distracted by the chaos of the world yep. and ignore the kids. You got to be front side focused on the kids. Yep. That's it. Because they, they want us to be distracted. Yep. They, they, I'll just use they. We don't know who they is, right? Abra over here. Don't look at what this is happening. My right hand, my left hand. Yeah, oh, look, oh, Russia, Ukraine, Israel, Palestine, blah, 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 blah. Don't mind the fact that we're over here raping kids every day. We don't want to talk about that because that's funding us. That's making us the money we need to do our operations. We are, now this is probably the boldest I've ever been, but I'm about to be really bold. And I'm going to do a new show. You're, you're, you're in good company with the amazing men I've had on the show. Please go for it. Fucking send Brother, it. there is nobody more corrupt on this planet than the United States of America. If we want Russia to invade Ukraine, we tell them to do it. If we want China to bomb Taiwan, we tell them to do it. If we want Israel and Palestine to have a war, we coordinate it. We are the controller of the chaos of the planet. I learned that through the 250,000 weapons that were lost in Afghanistan that passed through Benghazi that I happen to be a part of. We are the worst of the worst. There's nothing worse than our political system that runs this fucking country. And now they've found out they can make more money on the backs of children. Why do you think the border's open? Yeah. 
From 2018 to 2020, we had 14,752 unaccompanied minors come across the border. From 2022 to 2023, we had 150,000 unaccompanied minors come across the border. And what is Customs and Border Patrol doing about a baby kid that gets walked over by somebody else, right? Like, again, just because you say you're doing your job and following orders. I'm going to tell you right now, I've been on the border. I've interviewed the Border Patrol. They're doing everything they can at their level. The problem is their level, you're a private, so it majors running the show. Right? Fuck the sergeant major. You're letting children, the ones that die, the ones that come from Venezuela, right? They, when they die after they've been raped a thousand times on the trek, they, and they die, they cut them open and they fill them full of drugs. And then the mothers all carry them across the border. <laughs> and they walk into the Red Rock Valley in Arizona, throw the body down, and give the drugs away. There are more fucking bodies in Red Rock Valley, Arizona, right now, than there are in Israel. And we're not talking about it. I mean, seriously, it's cartel country. They're running it all. And nobody's doing a goddamn thing about it. Nothing. I, I've been a lot of places in my life. The scariest place I've ever been is the Red Rock Valley in Arizona. Not Baghdad, not freaking Somalia, not any of the place. No, Arizona. My country, my state. And that's the scariest place I've ever been. And nobody's doing shit about it. We want to get up there and have our hearings. I mean, listen, I know Jim Jordan. I'm friends with Jim Jordan. I love Jim Jordan. He's doing everything he can. But at the end of the day, he's only one man out of all of the rest of them fucking people. Yeah. And I share this with him. I share this with Congressman Martin Green, who is the chair of the Homeland Security Council or um, Homeland Security Oh, I can't think whatever they call it. Um, but he's the guy. I share with him when I'm on the border. I, I'm re reporting to him when I'm on the border. I'm like, hey, bro, you have no idea what's really going on because when you show up, nobody cares. Committee, that's the word. Nobody cares because you're here. When the general comes to the barracks, the, sh the, the, the floors are always polished, right? But then me, little nobody just shows up and I start doing my stuff, and I'm feeding it up. Thousands upon 10,000 that are coming across. And, you know, maybe if there's 10,000, maybe there's 2,000 children, and nobody can account for that. And now we have good old-fashioned rich white guys that are paying $150 a pop. To rape them, to make them feel better about themselves. I, I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I need platforms like this to talk about it. It's not R. It's not these. They all suck. The politicians suck as a whole, right? They're all in it to get reelected. That's their entire purpose. It's not about their constituents anymore. It's not about, it hasn't been about their constituents since 1778. It's been about them. When you have this many children being brutalized in this country, the people have to stand up. The people have to make a difference. Oh, I saw the movie. It was really sad. No. Stand the fuck up. We're trying to lay the litmus down for the state of Tennessee. I hope it catches on that we can go from here to Georgia, to North Carolina, to Kentucky, to Ohio. I hope that what we are trying to accomplish 
in the next session happens. But you've got to do it on the back of the people. Don't turn a blind eye. That could be your child. Absolutely. And nobody wants to think about that. Well, you know, I I make sure Sally has the tablet. The tablet's the way she becomes a victim. The 21-year-old who gets the promising modeling career in L.A. That's how she becomes a victim. The bachelorette party where she gets kidnapped in Broadway in Nashville. That's how she becomes the victim. We are under attack from evil in this country. And until we start really talking about it that way, it's not Iran. It's not fucking Russia. It's not China. It's our own people. We're the ones that are doing this. And that's why it's so lucrative. $150 billion a year is the child sex trafficking industry. When I started, it was 30. It'll be a trillion in five years. We have to stand up and fight. We have to do it. The enemy is everywhere. It's inside the gates. It's inside the homes, the neighborhoods, the schools, the communities, the churches. It's all there. It's pervasive part of tentacles and a network. And it's happening on our watch. And you just heard from Aaron. It could go to a trillion. That's what it's projected to do currently in half a decade. Now, I know there are people out there looking at what, what about Ascension? What about quantum financial system? What about this? All of that is amazing and put energy into that to bring it forward. Yet we also have to deal with the bandito, not only knocking on our door, that's already inside the house. You, you can't just sit there like they used to do in Tibet and let the Chinese come into the village and rape and murder and slaughter all of them because they were taught in this way, if I just sit here and send out love and peace, everything will be fine. And they let their families get murdered because they took that stand. And it wasn't fine. So you can send out beautiful prayers and everything one way, which we all need to do and continue to do, but also stand up and strike it down and get the word out. Well, I am a I'm an enormous God guy. Okay. I have a very good relationship with my God. Prayer is very powerful. But prayer is not going to solve this. You have to put your anchor in the ground and stand against this. You're seeing it. Whoever your audience is. I don't know who your audience is. It could be, you know, NYC, London, Brisbane. It it, it could be all these places, right? Put your freaking anchor in the ground and say that I will not let this happen in my community. I will not let this happen. Red, it's, um, what is it? It's our new um, sheep. It's uh, it's our new what's the word? Grassroot. That's our new, it's our new grassroot campaign, and it's um, not our town, not not N O T, not our town, where we go out and we we do a PSA and we show how this happens, and the guy that's mowing his grass. The person in the supermarket, the person at the mall, the person in his job, not our town. This is the last beacon of hope for the world, America. Yep. And I'll be damned if you're going to rape kids in the last beacon of hope for the world. There are people on the other side of this planet right now that stand behind us. Because they don't want this to happen because they see it. Because, you know, because in the Middle East, you can marry a child at 12 and make her your, you know, Allah driven bride. 12. She hasn't even become a woman yet. 
and they stand behind us because they don't. What's crazy is there's people out there in the world right now that are looking at us and they're like, what in the fuck are y'all doing? Why won't you stand up? It's all going to go bad for you from the Russians to the Germans to the Middle Eastern. They have said it's going to go bad if you don't stand up. Nobody stood up to Hitler. And we saw how that turned out until we stood up to him. The problem is it's happening here. And it's not about bombs. It's not a, uh, about economics. It's not about money. It's not about none of that. It's about kids. Yeah. Stand your freaking ground. For the love of God, if you have ever looked at the smile of a three-year-old child, stand your ground. Yeah. Stand in the gap and protect it. Because if you don't, they will become very quickly within the next decade another product they're already trying to do it in california they're stealing children from their families in california yep and i don't want to use california as my basis well i don't but this this is already happened in canada quebec did it a year and a half ago in 2022 and so there are 14 and a half thousand kids. What they did is they said, well, if you're not allowing your kid to be masked at school because we require it, then we are going to take the kid from your home and put them into the care of the state, make them a ward of the state. And then what do they do? They blacklist the parents, maybe give them a psychological survey, throw them in a white jacket, an institution. They got the kid. And they sell the kid. They got the kid. They sell right. the US. Same thing. So the it's- Department of Children's Services is the greatest scam in the history of the world. Foster care. That's their menu. That's that's their to-go menu. And they're they're letting it happen because they get paid. Yeah, you know, I I do speak very open about the shit that I see. Um, but I'm still here. They haven't got me yet. I promise I'll never kill myself. Somebody may help me, but it's happening all around us, no matter what community we're in, whether you're in, I mean, it's happening where you are right now. Yep. It's happening in Nashville. It's happening in Franklin. It's happening in the sixth wealthiest county in America. It's happening. Yeah. And it's being. Um, driven by entities that say they're saving. They're not saving. Yeah. Yeah, that Jason Bourne movie, he said said to the girl, he said, listen, if they come up to you and say, ma'am, please step in the car and you say why, and they say, well, it's for your safety. He said, that's the thing. Robert Reagan said it very well. I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Run. Run. Remember, government stands for to control minds. Governus mentis is Latin. Latin translates to governus mentis. So to go to get involved, once again, is the main website, missionamericafoundation.com. You can click get involved to get kinetic and uh, in your community. And uh, oh, and by the way, for anybody who's sitting there with a sharpened pencil, when I say get kinetic in the community, I am not speaking violence whatsoever. I'm saying peacefully, <laughs> peacefully get kinetic, like stand up, speak out, and follow the tools which Aaron's organization has put together. If you have a child or know of a child that's missing right away, they will go and help find them for free. There's where you can request help. To all my friends who are watching this or listening to us that have their own shows or know people with shows, here's how you can book Aaron. And by the way, we're connected directly, so I have his cell phone, so you can reach out to me, and I'd be happy to connect you as well to get it out there. I've got a whole bunch of people to connect Aaron with right after this as well as we wrap up this show. So, And I'm really dumb, by the way, because I don't charge to speak. Yeah, I just speak. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. <laughs> I've been told, you're, well, you're an idiot. You should, you should charge to speak. I don't. Um, if you want, if you want awareness, if you want understanding, 
I will come to you wherever you are. Mm-hmm. I will talk to your children. I will talk to your schools. I'll talk to your congregations, your businesses. I will talk to anybody that wants to hear me talk because I need the word to be out. That's mm-hmm. it. Roger that. Got it. Yeah, we'll, we'll make sure the word gets out. And as we final, finally leave this show piece and segment off, let's just talk about a few of the kids that you've rescued so people know that this happened, that there is hope. You shared the one story of that girl four years later. She's a mom. She's speaking out. She got herself right. Sure, if you're willing, share one or two more that you have rescued. Well, well, I have to, if I'm going to do that, I have to start with the one that I lost. All right. Sarah Michelle Phillips, 21 years old, out of Jackson, Tennessee. We chased her for six months. We were all over trying to find her. She was being trafficked by the gangster disciples. Chicago, Memphis, Atlanta, Nashville, Knoxville, Chattanooga, back to Memphis. On October 19th, 2000, excuse me, October 22nd, 2019, they found her. Um, law enforcement had put up a billboard, $5,000 reward on a girl they said was lost, dead. Until we discovered she was alive. And, um, on October, uh, October 22nd, 2019, I got the word from Jackson that they had decapitated her and left her in the bottoms of rural Jackson. The hardest thing I've ever dealt with in my life was losing her. She had a drug addiction. They exploited it. They used her and she died. From there, I found balance. The one I spoke of that we saved was one. Um, throughout the last six years, 4,785 globally that we rescued. 4,785 rescues in four years. That's from here to the Dominican, to the Ukraine, to Central America, and, and America. 4,780. Now that's still 4,000,000. Not enough. Agreed. That's uh, I've, been, I've been very, very, very fortunate to be um, aligned with great organizations, great law enforcement entities, um, to be able to be a part to say them, that's our number. Yeah. But um, it's not even close. It's not even scratching the surface of what's out there. I mean, we got 1.5 million in America and I'm at 4,784. Yep. Um, That's why right now, right now, this is, this is something I'm going to send to your, to your viewership right now, right now in a room, there's a little girl or a little boy that's praying for help. And they don't understand why they are where they are. And they know what's happening to them. And that's in our country that's supposed to be the greatest country in the world. And they're sitting there about to be abused again. So hear me. Please. They are there right now, 20 miles from where you are, 10 miles from where you are, one mile from where you are, 
It's here. If you want to be a part of something, then be a part of something. Don't talk about it. Do it. Because they're here. These are my demons. This is what I live with. I didn't choose it. God chose it. And I humbly accept it. But this is what I see. I don't sugarcoat it. I don't pussyfoot around it. I tell you what I know. It's here. You know somebody that's doing it. You know somebody that's a part of it. Because it's that prevalent. Stand up and do something about it. Please. Right here, folks. That's where we're going to leave it on you and your decision. God bless you and your team. Thank you, Brad.